listening to the new game Bullshit. My name is Jeffrey Wittenhagen, and I'm a published author-slash-writer. Video games, both old and new, are my passion. I recently had a successful Kickstarter for my NES collector's book called The Complete NES, and I'm currently doing a massive overhaul of my original book called Hidden Gaming Gems, uh, creating a new NES game to go with it. I also have tons of projects in the works. My blog is at hagensalley.wordpress.com, and I'm on a lot of forums as a Subcon 3. And we've got guys. Hey, hey. I'm big into uh, no death runs, high score runs, uh, collector of all things, vintage and retro. Uh, pretty much anything video game related. Also collect figures, vinyl, VHS, tap handles, old beer signs, and old beer steins. And we've got Daria. Daria here, and I'm a collector and enthusiast of all things role playing. I also run a burgeoning YouTube channel which covers retro game review and indie game coverage. You'd find that at youtube.com slash DariaPlays, T-O-O. Please call our number, leave a voicemail or a text message at 262-264-VGBS. What we were saying too, like, if you can get a deal, you know, just in theory, if you see something and it's an amazing deal sometimes the deal is just not buying it at all (laughs) it's very philosophical that sounds like a fortune cookie (laughs) kyle fuchsia says (laughs) i almost like the way jeff's goes toward like the bucket list stuff because then it's like you just not like getting a clusterfuck of like hoarding you know shit yeah yeah you're not that guy posting. Look at my great Mary Kate Nashley score. Woohoo! Yeah, I see. I see posts like that on Facebook all the time, and I'm like, oh boy, oh God, you got a sad. bunch of awesome games. Yeah, I got a hundred PS2 games. This is awesome. And then you look at all the titles. It's like, ugh. And the wonder they no one wanted this shit. Somebody saw you coming. Yeah, unloaded their garbage. As I refine my collection or, you know, my display, my rental display modifies, like, I'm not going to display them and put them in a tote or something. I'll use those as trade bait to get other games that could possibly replace, you know, the bucket lists. And eventually I'm just going to have all only bucket list games. And I'm, I'm almost to that point already. <laughs> Pretty much. My, my Zelda shrine is getting ridiculous. Like, it's awesome. But that, I think that's the misconception of, you know, all the American pickers and all this Pawn Stars and shit. People think, I want to get a deal, but it's more like you just get what you really want. Mm-hmm. I Within a deal. I think there's a subculture <laughs> yeah, of a collectors that just see the shelf. Yeah. And it's it's literally a case of not seeing the forest for the trees. The they just see element, the shelf. Like- and it doesn't matter what's on the shelf. Yeah, which is fun. They see up. boxes. They just see a wall of boxes. Which, and then you step up close and 
those aren't boxes you want to touch. Mary Kate. Yeah. That's where the games invert themselves because what were games meant to do? Be fucking played. So they're either being hoarded by resellers or they're being collected by people who don't no intention on even like doing what it's meant to be which is sad and fucked up because why even that's why they're there (laughs) i mean that's why i love this hobby is that you have every aspect you have the awesome artwork you have you know it's a media thing with music and and visual and you get to play it and experience something that's beyond movie like it's the best of all yeah. worlds wrapped into one. And if you only experience just the artwork one, that's cool if that's your thing. I can't fault them if they're going to do that with it. However, that's not how I'm doing it. <laughs> that's right. that's the thing. It's just like saying, um, you know, guys who own a certain game owe it to, like, prototypes or something. They owe it to gamers to release it or something. It's like, no, they bought the game. It's theirs to do with what they want. However, that's not how I would do it. You know, same th- right. same thing. And I can sit here and have a smug opinion of them, but that's my right too. I, but exactly. No, I I, I agree. It, they it's their money. Yeah, so they ponied it well, up. They can do whatever the fuck they want. I just I just yeah. think it's an it's an interesting phenomenon. It's just really weird. You is know what it is. And and people can definitely you know it's it's a it's a weird situation that. You know, sites like like Nintendo Age have gotten in where the, everybody wants a complete collection. Yeah, and that's weird. Yeah, it's a good discussion point. I just it's fun to like theorize like what the fuck. Because even even Kyle has the complete collection. Yeah, and that was and, because I I knew two guys you know that hooked me up so hardcore that it was like less than a dollar a piece for all those common ones. Yeah, and you were so, already so, I mean, there. It's like why not? It, it, at some point, I was like, I, I decided. It was like after five hundred, I was like, I think I have a hundred NES carts. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna get the rest because it somehow just happened this way. I got like fifty loose carts and fifty box games. Yeah, fifty box games. So that's good. If that's fifty, yeah, or fifty loose carts and fifty box games or whatever that games that you want. Oh, definitely that RPGs. About you know. Mo- yeah, mostly RPGs. Not all of them, actually. The box—it's pretty much the box games of the RPGs, and the other fifty are not. Nice. Well, okay, yeah, because you're trying to get the ultimate like RPG collection, which is badass. Yeah. But see, I I tell people like, unless you can get all those games for like next to nothing, like instead of buying Fisher Price like Perfect Fit, you might want to you know get something you really want. I wouldn't mind getting the Fisher Price game for my son. I I want to see if he'd actually play it. But yeah, no, I understand that. My my daughter plays Kevin Power. So. <laughs> I think a lot of kids like the Mickey Mouse ones too. Like, there's like a Letterland and Safari yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have um, Star Tropics one and two boxed? Yes. Nice, because I would say I don't know how like obscure you go into the action RPGs. Uh, very. I I am very loose with my NES definition. In in my opinion. In that era of the 80s, genres mm-hmm. were not set in stone. Nope. So if you're taking gameplay elements from, I'm going to take some of Zelda, and I'm going to take some of Ultimate, and I'm going to take some of Wizardry, and I'm going to come over here and borrow from Blaster Master, that's fine. So any kind of immersive experience, you're going to be all over? Yeah. Like, I have, yeah, I have, you know, um, 
Guardian Legend. I have Arcus's Ring. I even count the. I even go as far as Fester's Quest. That's RPG-ish enough for me for NES. Mm. I'll make that. I will make that argument. So, so basically, any kind of top-down where you can kind of progress your character because yeah. you, you progress Fester. I mean. Yeah, you progress, and there's exploration. Yeah, you go on a fetch quest of sorts. Yeah, you have to like trade things. I know I mentioned I Senshi Nicole. That is up your wheelhouse. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, and then when I figure out the name of the other game, I think you probably already know of it. <laughs> Do you have you played uh, Times of Lore for NES? Times of Lore. I have it. I haven't played much of it, and I do not have that one box. That is one of the ones I'm still trying to finish the pieces of it. What about, um, what about a Ghost Lion? You play that one? I have beaten Ghost Lion. I love You've Ghost Lion. You've beaten Ghost Lion. Nice. I am doing a girly games for manly men video. That's a good one for that. So, what what was the um the game that you had that was a hack? Was it Nadia? That was a hack. The translation. There is a Nadia. Is that the one that you have that's translated on a cart? Oh oh oh! Uh, you're thinking of Chronicles of Radio War. Yeah, it's also called Radio Senki. There's a game that's called Radia that is a action. That is the one. It's an action RPG. Yes. It's got, like, three different names. I think that's the one that I'm going to plan on hacking if I do a black box challenge, too. That's a good one. Yeah. that It's a really good game. Basically, I said that's, like, the perfect game to hack. Daria, would you recommend um, Bard's Tale for NES? I'm not big on dungeon crawlers, to be honest with you. So, so, so stuff I haven't played, and I'm just curious. I think Magician's another one that's, like... Magician's a little different. Magician's a side-scrolling, kind of, like... Uh, Wise Three or Foxanadu. Uh huh. Uh, I think it also has more of kind of adventuring elements to where you're trying to piece, you're finding objects to solve, you know, to to progress. Y- you did get ease for the family, though, right? I don't have it now. No, yeah, because I think they have mm-hmm. ease one through three on the Famicom. Uh, on the Famicom, I know for a fact they have three. I have ease one for Master System. And for I actually I have all the Yeez games on, that Yeez were released in the US. I have one and two on the Famicom boxed. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I have Ease one and two. So like the essentially the Turbo Duo. I yeah. Double. I have I have Ease one and two for Turbo. I have it for PSP. I have it for DS, and I have one on Master System. Nice. And then I have three for Turbo, Genesis, and Super Nintendo. Nice. I think the only Ease game I'm missing is um, Nefetism for PSP. I have the PS2 version. Yeah. And I don't have Selketa. Did you get the um, Japanese PSP one where it's like some Ease versus something? So I got that one on the PSP. It plays. Ease versus? Isn't that? That's a DS game. That's a... <laughs> no, it's PSP. It's like... Oh, PSP? E- yeah, it's like Ease versus something. Oh, no, okay, it's a crossover game. No, I don't have... I don't do... I generally don't do imports. It's something weird, and I like the East series. It's gotta be in English. I gotta be able to read it. That's the problem with (laughs) the RPGs, like... I play them. I gotta be able to understand them. That one I can understand. The guy says, go here, and you don't know where the fuck you're going. Yeah. (laughs) That whole series is so straightforward, though, that I generally didn't mind it. Um, you could do it with like a link to the past or something though. A game like I'm trying that. to think of others that are amazing though. For yeah, there's there's NES? oh there's a 
bunch. <laughs> like ones that could possibly hit multiple genres that might fall into your category, like Gremlins 2. <laughs> yeah. That was why I was like, you know what? This Gremlins 2 is definitely more action-oriented. Yeah. Which, but it also is something that very much appeals to me, which is why I wanted it. Yeah, the music just kicks ass. It's going to be so fun yeah. scoring that one. And Gremlins 2 is our next homework game. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. That's actually been on my list for a long time. That is definitely a bucket game that I have not played past probably the initial few minutes, and it's a set. It's a sin because I have it boxed on my shrine. I sat down one evening after I got uh, Matt's copy after he sold it to me. Uh-huh. Um, hey, Matt. And I played. Yeah, hey, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I played. Uh, I played. I played a little, little while into it. Um, but my husband wanted to play Contra, so I, I had to quickly give it up. <laughs> it's so sad. I was bullied off my Nintendo. That'll be our first Sunsoft game for homework. I really? Think. I think, right? Hmm. I think we've done another one. Sunsoft games? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we have. Yeah. Interesting. Unless that Batman and Robin... Uh, I know that one Batman Sunsoft, and but I don't know if that Batman and Robin for Genesis is. I don't think so. Hmm. I I think it was made by some weird company like yeah. KWK Box Games or something. <laughs> <laughs> KWK Box Games. I'm going to our site right now just so I can check our bullshit homework page. Yeah, because I, I think they did the obviously the one for NES, but they did the Batman for Genesis at least the first one. That's decent. Um. So Adventures of Shatman and Throbin were developed by Clockwork Tortoise. <laughs> oh. It gets worse the more I think about it. <laughs> oh, she went analytical on Chapman and Robin. <laughs> God. Uh, I'm, I'm going down the list. We got some pack in video predator greatness. Oh, yeah, pack in video. We got, we got the, the classic. Fuck? Classic action RPG spiritual warfare. Uh, I am very sad that I joined the podcast after you guys did that one. Oh my god. Oh my god, that game was Color Screams. Yes. Amazing. I was trying to get the developers on because I was actually emailing with them while I was while we were doing that homework and they just we couldn't get their schedule to work out with the podcast. We almost got the developer for the game. You should redo it. We didn't like it. Keep keep trying. (laughs) If I can get the guy on the podcast or something, then for sure. Do a (laughs) follow-up to it. Then Daria can get in on it. Exactly. Yes. So you have River City Ransom boxed? Ooh, that's a good one. I don't. That's a good question. I don't. I want to get that one. You have to get that fucking game. It's so great. (laughs) You have to get that fucking game. You have to. I think there's even (laughs) Infinite Continues. Like, you just keep going. I mean, you level up your characters, so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I see the argument for it. That is one that I need to at least get the card. It's a side scroller, so that's the only difference is, like, most of the games that you've been mentioning are top down. I, I do have uh, side scrollers though. That's not a requirement. And Battle of Olympus, Zelda yeah. two, and uh... yeah, that I just got. Um, Battle of Olympus. That was like that. Yeah, for for a longest time, I was missing that one. That was one of my kind of white whales that I was looking for. Okay. For a good price, because I'm cheap. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong <laughs> but, with that. Oh, yeah, I gotta be. Yeah. It's the best. Way I got to that fly. off a. Um, he w- I technically got it off a Nintendo Age member, but it was really a guy that I've known for years on digital press 
It's just the deal happened to go down on Nintendo Age. It's a pretty cool game. I always loved the cover when I was a kid. I was like, this has to be awesome. Just look at it, like the Hydra and stuff. I don't know how they got away with that. I mean, I know it's not a first-party Nintendo game, but it's so obviously, like, that and Zelda 2 are direct, like, sprite rips of each other. Rambo also has, like, I do have Rambo boxed. I have Rambo complete boxed. Same nice. yeah. <laughs> I, I almost beat that game, but I fell through the floor near the very <laughs> end, and I restarted at the very beginning. I think that actually oh, happens that sucks. There. In uh, and you're like, you're like, video no, too. no, I'm done. I was like, you're <laughs> kidding me. So I was renting it, but you, you don't get the gun until like way later. So you're, you're fighting yeah. like snakes and birds. No, with, you get like, your knives. little knife and you gotta like shank snakes. Yeah, shank snakes, right? Shank <laughs> snakes. Exactly what you're doing though. Like, you're like it's just fucking Rambo's life. Like behind the scenes. Here's here's a good one. Side scroller, Legacy of the Wizard. I have that. Dragon Slayer collection. We still need to beat that, Jeff. We were like, <laughs> yeah, we were playing that drunkenly. That game's hard. I can't get into Dragon's uh, Legacy of the Wizard. You can't know how to beat it unless you have an FAQ, like, I swear. Yeah, no, it's definitely a. That, that game's beyond cryptic. Like a Nintendo Power game. I mean, we had, like, the perfect storm going, great playthrough, and then we just got too drunk. Couldn't continue on. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Has to end somewhere, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the thing, we go way back. <laughs> Ridiculousness. But we like routed out the best way to go and Oh yeah, like See you gotta strategize before you even touch the controller. Totally. For sure, for sure. As a kid it was cool because you could play that game for a long time and not die. And I, yeah. I always remember jumping on all the bad guys' heads and then it, you go to like other places and it always felt like you were doing something you weren't supposed to do. Which was cool. Right. That's always the goal in every game is to try I to. I think I would have enjoyed that game a lot more yeah. if I had it as a child. I think that's one of those games that kind of. That's the key, I think. Yeah. To make it like marinate properly. Yeah, I don't know because I had it as a child and got it for free from Nintendo Power or whatever or Home Shopping Network. Home. That's what it was. Home shopping. And it, it was like I just never could figure it out. No one could. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't think I would have beaten it as a kid, but I think I would have approached it with sort of a curiosity that I would have just played with it. That's everyone's you story. Know? They just wander yeah. around aimlessly <laughs> until they just like done. Yeah, it was pretty much how I used to play Castle Quest. Yeah, Castle Quest. I, I had that when I was a kid, too. Uh, it's called Castle Excellent in Japan. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right. But that, that game, too, I get about halfway through and then I was like, whoa. Well, that game, if you really didn't cool, have, if you had lost your map, yeah, came, it was unbeatable. That came with because the, the game. map gave, and the map was ridiculous because it had it had the entire all the screens laid out, and it had lines that showed you the course you're supposed to take throughout the castle. But it had three, there were three different colors of the lines, and they rooms intercrossed over each other. So it was kind of like this basket weave that you have to go through and out of rooms and you have to, and if you don't do it in the correct order, there are keys that you pick up. And if you use the wrong key in the wrong spot, you're fucked. Yeah. Cause there's only mm-hmm. each door as a color. There's only yeah. so many of a certain color in the place. Yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely a it's paint by numbers game. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those Japanese like genius games. Like, the shit that they would just play for fun and figure out, it's, like, unbelievable. Like the craziness of Mylon's Secret Castle. Oh, that's another Yeah, I one. was actually thinking of that when you mentioned Legacy of the Wizard. Yep. 
It's like, yeah, I don't know which line. one is worse or more cryptic, I should say. That's another one that, like, I wanted to love so much, but I just could never get anywhere. I enjoyed that much more after watching the Game Center CX episode of him playing Mylon. He figured it out. He Arino's figured it out. good at that shit, though. Ar- Arino's good at, like, Solomon's Key type games. Like, certain people, it's funny how, like, that's his, like, specialty. His Olympic gold medal games are, like, yeah. puzzles. I'm trying to get like that with my uh, wife, with the One Life Wife video. Goonie 2 is a little bit like that to a lesser extent. I think Goonies isn't as hard. Yeah. No. It, but it's definitely the same vein of gameplay as just wandering around and trying to figure it out. It is. Yeah, I'm trying to get that, though, cool like with my uh, with my wife's video series, trying to get her to the point where she has her like games that she's awesome at and games that she's terrible at. and <laughs> It's not, a, not supposed to all be yeah. about like death counts and shit, like tomorrow's episode's gonna be <laughs> yeah, i mean you, you gotta play it to know like what you're good at or what you're not exactly so like there's gonna be a paperboy 2 episode because she's really good at that game <laughs> well like I, I always say someone who's really good at baseball like nolan ryan can't go play basketball like with the pros yeah you could be good at one game and horrible at another you know yeah like every game i've played for the podcast <laughs> well we're not playing rpgs that's sure bread and butter no we're not we're not playing adventure games we're not playing rpgs i did win that that one we were talking about the mario wario mouse game mm-hmm. oh how much did you pay for it the 99 cent lowball no one outbidding me god damn it <laughs> someone someone snags my eight dollar copy out from under me i ended up buying a ten dollar copy and you get the 99 cent lowball it was still like five bucks shipping but yeah yeah nice but, uh, yeah um, so we we can play that one, I guess, uh, eventually once it comes. So, in. so we are playing an adventure. We're yeah, playing, we're playing Gremlins too. So, <laughs> well, let's wait until we have both our copies in our hands before we're like, okay, we're gonna play this game. It was a nice looking cart. Um, the seller is like, it'll take thirty days to get there. I was like, oh. yeah, that's, that's probably fun. my thing too. Yeah, because they always make sure to message you because people get super pissed off. Yeah, I'm patient. I don't. I don't care. I don't. Care. I, I've and always I am been definitely patient. the minority. When it comes to classic collectors? I think so. Because a lot of them are sticklers in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. so unbelievable. I actually have have people right now asking me if... Like, did you... Uh, sh- should I be worried? My, I didn't get my book yet. And I'm like, dude, you live in Switzerland. <laughs> like, and, I, yeah. and I'm still shipping out all 100 books. Like, it's it's taking me a month. Like... <laughs> I had a guy on GameTZ, I had a thread where I was giving away manuals. I was literally just trying to find homes for loose manuals I had. And all I, I think what I, I was like, send me a, you know, give me a buck in shipping. I'll send you the manual. Yeah. Wow. That's really good. And I had one guy and he, he was like a VHS collector. Uh, he was a really weird dude. <laughs> um, the hot dog guy? And... Oh, that's... God, I hope not. Oh, my God. I hope I never run into this asshole ever again. He... He wants it. I don't even remember what manual he wanted, but I was waiting until I needed to ship another package, and I told him, and he, like, flipped his shit that I didn't ship out his free fucking manual right away and wanted to open a bad trader report on me. Ah, shit. That's the last time you'll ever be And he was sending me, like, these just venomous fucking messages uh, <laughs> it was the most disgusting things you've ever read over a goddamn dollar manual wow i think I, I ended up i <laughs> i i ended up shipping the manual stuffing his dollar in the fucking envelope 
and like writing a nasty no- a letter on it. <laughs> you wrote, you wrote, dear Gerbilly, why did I do to piss you off? <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Gerbilly. <laughs> yeah, it's like beggars can't be choosers, but it's sure fucking losers. God damn. <laughs> yeah. I've actually uh, met Jer Billy multiple times in person. I actually, he rode, said he's cool, right? I rode with him down to camp out like many years ago, and he is has a weird sense of humor. Like shit that he writes, like I read it, and it pisses me off, and then I see it. All of it's Jer Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he has his own little way. Yeah, you can't take anything he writes seriously because he's being sarcastically oh. sarcastic. Yeah, he's got some threads closed down before yeah. for like name calling and stuff. <laughs> he's just turned sometimes. He, he was calling someone an eggplant because they were like the, the eggplant wizards. Like, all right, shut up, eggplant. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was he was huge into VHS collecting. That's all he was talking about last time at camping. Oh God, I hope it wasn't him. The guy's like, stop calling me eggplant. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call me eggplant. <laughs> Walk right into it. <laughs> I need to find this eggplant kid. We need to make him cry. That's <laughs> what we do is we make people cry on the VGBS Gaming Podcast. <laughs> you are horrible, horrible people. We talk so much. Shit. As I'm chasing away the Cat's Quest. Uh... <laughs> that, guy is, that guy is still sitting at home right now crying in a bowl of Cheerios. River of tears. Oh, I didn't finish that story. You need to finish the crying story. I, I want to hear it. There, um, okay, so then someone else posts that, you know, he's really into hentai games. Mm. And I see, I, I personally see nothing wrong with this, and I'm like, yeah, his artwork is amazing. And I post the cover of, um, there was a Journey to the West, uh, platforming parody game he was working on, and his friend had done the cover art, and it's hermaphroditic furries with gigantic cocks, and <laughs> huge breasts. <laughs> and, <laughs> I I think this is the greatest piece of art ever conceived. It is a thing of beauty. So I link to it, not safe for work, and I I and this thread went to shit after that. And then and then you said this is his new cover for his NES game coming up. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is what you guys are talking about. This is there is nothing shameful about this art. And the one guy like likened it to kitty porn because I guess the furries look too young to him. I don't know. But <laughs> jeez, derailed threads. Oh yeah. So then the guy sends me a Twitter, and he's like, "Those and and the Nintendo Age assholes now ha- are are now porn shaming." And I was like, "I'm sorry, oh, man. I'm gonna just shut up now." That one just I've went made way this off so much the hinges. Worse. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "I was thinking about coming back, but now you guys are making fun of." Porn. Now you're making like, fun of my her her death her her, her <laughs> tendencies. <laughs> I had to make up a word for that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Oh, I had to make fun of him. Oh. I, I I have to remember that my sense of humor is probably a little like I, I don't know. I think the average Nintendo Age user there there are some people that are are just ridiculous, but there are a lot of like middle of the road very uptight people there oh yeah everywhere i've noticed yeah it's, it's a bunch of middle-aged white guys collecting old cartridges yeah, i mean what do you children's toys kind of i mean thing. i i don't know why i expected a level of maturity that's just not there no. <laughs> or maybe a level of immaturity that's just not there
always thought Jeff and I were never like in school. Like we were never like considered nerds. That was the other interesting thing. Oh, I was. We weren't considered nerds. Where <laughs> we were into stuff that nerds are into, but we were never like the the nerds of the school. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like very interesting. That's that stereotype too. Like you know, like, like he was more like the jack, and I was like the the stoner. Like. Well, I had like both, <laughs> I had both aspects because I was like all conference track and field, but I also was like in the band and, and like got an award for band and scholarships for both in college. Oh, yeah, I was in the band I too. I went yeah. to an art school, so we had a very skewed demographic of. Um, we didn't have any jocks because we didn't have any sports. Yeah. See, that's different. I mean, we had the... Our jocks were in dance. Nice. <laughs> right. There we go. <laughs> so... Well, they, hermaphroditic. They, <laughs> I don't believe so, but I wasn't cool enough to check out anyone's genitals in high school. So they, weren't, they weren't furry. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't furry. They might have been. So apparently, furry, according to your pictures... I don't know if the dancers are shaving, According to your but... pictures, they were junior high-ish anyway, so... Oh. <laughs> Yeah, there were clicks there. There were jocks and junior. Figured so you were just <laughs> posting pictures for your old school. <laughs> uh, all the jocks doing live recreations of the hermaphroditic high school. <laughs> like I never quite fit in with these people. <laughs> I didn't have a dick literally, anymore. literally, I didn't fit That's in. And everybody's tuned out of the podcast by now. <laughs> Derailment, yeah. Spitting off in the galaxies unknown. Hell yeah. Talking about uh, talking about Jerbilly, did you see his uh, newest thread? Oh, God, no. The Halloween Horror Stories? <laughs> no, I have not seen that one. Oh, I'm going to read this. Yes. Where'd it go? Jerbilly Stories. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Shit, where did it go? Why well, see? Why well, here? Here it goes. Uh. Oh, here we go. Official NA Ghost Story Club. Jerbilly writes. Uh. I'm bumping this because it's that time of the month. I have a real doozy for all of you. Many moons ago, I decided to go camping, and so I did. I pitched my tent and started pounding them PBRs like it was nobody's business. Hell yeah. I finally blacked out. When I finally awoke several days later, I found that a ghost had crapped in my drawers while I had been blacked out. Ooh, spooky. And sadly, no one has replied to this gem of a thread. Uh, that's it? There's one post? Just one oh, post. Oh, I'm not replying then. It's already on, like, page two. <laughs> I don't want to reply. I like it. <laughs> like, and the thing is, is that knowing Jerbelly, he's being sarcastic about being sarcastic, so it comes off as, like, really, dude. <laughs> like yawn. <laughs> I'm hoping. I, I'm guessing he he's hoping that's going to take off and be a hilarious thread, an epic thread. But so far, it's being ignored. Should I start a new thread? That says Jer Billy, you're not funny. And <laughs> please lock. You can you can lock this now. <laughs> Preserve forever. Oh, he's such a cool dude. He's such a cool guy. <laughs> he actually gave me a really good um, trying to be sarcastic. He gave me good feedback for he the book. He gave me a really good reach around. He gave me a really good reach around. <laughs> 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 he gave me actually a good idea for the book uh, for 
played NES project. He was saying that I should put in how many players because he's a lazy bastard. He said that he would like to know how many, and that's what he said. Because I'm a lazy fucker, uh, I would like to know how many players are in each game. And you know, I'm thinking about. I'm like, that needs to be in there. Actually, (laughs) created an extra two months of editing, but it um definitely is an amazing. Oh, whether a game is one or two player or four player, and that's not on Wikipedia. So, really, there is for some games, but how is that? How is that not? There? Some games are wrong. Some games say it's only multiplayer. It doesn't say if it's like certain games are like one to eight players alternating. It doesn't say that. Then you've got games like Sword and Serpents that say they're four player, but that's a load of shit. Hmm. What's the real uh, what did I, deal? What did I put in there? Ooh. Well, it's technically okay. It's it's a role playing game. It's a turn based thing. One to four players alternating is what I put. Not simultaneous or anything, but you technically yeah. can switch off. Technically, yeah. yeah. Okay. Technically, I can play Final Fantasy four player and hand my control over when it's the other guy's turn to hit the button. Yeah. True. True. That's the counter argument to that. That is how we play games nowadays. Circle jerk, circle jerk some Final Fantasy. Now, the coolest thing about doing... <laughs> I'm the I'm the white mage. Give me the give me the controller. I'm the cleric. Give me your white mage. It's my turn. Give me your white mage. Don't select my heal spell for me. Now the the coolest one was Miss Pac Man because I never knew that that was two players simultaneously. Okay. That's fucking awesome that you can sit there and play two player Miss Pac Man on France. I don't think anybody knows that. No, like, that's the kind of shit that's like under the radar. Like I need to review that on a <laughs> like a a game review or something. It's like nobody knows that you can play some Miss Pac-Man two players simultaneously. It's become it's become like a weekend binge for the wife and I now because we both like playing classic arcade games and now we can play that one at the same time. Yeah, that's that sounds like fun. Which one which one is that? Is that the Tengen or the Onion? Both, I think. Both. Are they the same? Are they? I can't they remember don't now. Seem like they're. It could just be a mislabeling of the ROMs that no, I have. No, they're different. They're different. I watched a, one of the. I watched a video not that long ago. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I know that the the licensed one's the one that's simultaneous, though. So the the video compared them like play by play or whatever. Yeah. And there, what's the? Is it just the speed or graphics? Or, I, think it's I never graphical. really compared it that much. It's a really good question. God, I want to say one is. They had to completely re. The guy had to completely rebuild the game. Like, he was given access to... He could look at the arcade, but he had to recode the entire game. Oh, that's bullshit. They, they didn't um, give him the source code? <laughs> no, they didn't, they didn't give him the source code. <laughs> uh, it could be the Tengen one. And one of the one, games... Man. Yeah, I, yeah I, I believe this is the Tengen <laughs> one I'm talking about. And the Tengen one, the screen scrolls. And in the NES one, they shrunk it down to one screen. Hmm. So the Tengen one is arcade accurate... Like, literally pixel-by-pixel pixel arcade accurate because the guy sat there and redrew the entire game because he didn't have access to anything. Right. That one definitely is the two-player one simultaneously because yeah. when you're playing that, that's one of the weird parts is when the screen scrolls. And I better give somebody credit since I am totally just regurgitating someone else's video now. Ah. So let me let me look at who did this originally. Regurgitation of videos. It wasn't somebody like Game Explain or... No, no, no! It was Matt it was Pat one of the smaller. It's one of the smaller channels that that is sh- that posts on Nintendo Age. Definitely so I, gotta I shut give, them out then. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely would like to see that video just to see. I think it was on the stick. 
I think it was one of On the Stick's reviews. On the Stick. Oh, man. Yeah, same thing with the game. Kyle just got Mrs. riled. Mrs. Pac-Man, On the Stick. Yes, you, yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Sounds that, painful. like, for some reason, the ROMs I have on my EverDrive, they're both, one's labeled Namco, one's labeled Chenjin. I think they're the same ROM for some reason. It's weird. That could just have been someone fucked up. So, I mean, it is, but it's weird that... Because I actually think I only had the the rarer licensed version of Miss Pac-Man. I don't think I had the Tengen one, which I think I still might have Miss Pac-Man somewhere. I'll find out in a, another week as I start moving shit around. Now you get to see my true creativeness because I got a different space to deal with where I'm moving to. It'll be fun. I think I'm going to kind of give myself a gaming corner because we're going to have two giant TVs next to each other now in the next house. <laughs> so the space isn't going to be as much as technically like the room is twice, two to three times the size of what I currently have, but I'm going to have less room. <laughs> really weird. Displaying stuff though. It's certain rooms lend them itself to that and certain rooms don't. Well, and then you can conceptualize, and eventually, like, it'll be like, oh, yeah, there's plenty of room here, but till I start placing things, I won't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, my game shelf is kind of the wall that connects my kitchen to my living room. Nice. That's my space. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> I have no... Uh, my house is small. There's no dedicated rooms to anything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if if I had, you know... Um, a kid and everything, I wouldn't have room for any of this either. Really. No. That my, my, my child's room used to be my office. And there you we, go. Uh, now the back room is just kind of a, the wasted space now just has our computer desk in it. See, so that, that I am could be still operating room. out of my child's room. I'm True. sitting on my son's couch looking at all the stuffed animals while I record because this is still the best space to do it, but... <laughs> <laughs> It's his room. See, I still, like, get my own little cubby hole that I put my games in. A little nook. I got the wife and daughter, and we don't have games everywhere. It's just, yeah, the the next place that we're going to is a bit of an upgrade, but uh, our living room, we're just going to have a couch in there, and there's, like, a fireplace, so we're going to make it, like, a no-TV area, which will be cool. It's a chill area. Mm Mm-hmm. There's no room for a 55-inch TV over there. That's the thing. So, because we got our little 4K thing that we got at Black Friday last year. What are you going to do with it? (laughs) It's going to go in the game room next to our other giant TV, and we're going to have two systems running side by side. That's perfect. Yeah, and, you know, then I'll also still have my Nintendo television and my PVM next to that so I can play on CRTs. Gotta have a CRT. Stand uh-huh. by. I need a CRT. Now I don't know if yeah, I'm gonna have them all one. four next to each other, like Insanity, or like I don't think there's gonna be a room for that. But I'll. You should stack them in a cube. <laughs> stack it all up. Because right now, like I have down here in the game room, I have my Nintendo television, the Sharp NES TV, the PVM CRT, and then I have like a small. LCD, like Kyle's small LCD, because that way there's no lag if I plugged in any systems into it. But going to the new house, I'm not going to have as much room. I have a Commodore, and I think the seller of the house is leaving an Apple II there. Oh, my, are you serious? As a full freaking yeah. David Schroeder-style Apple II yes. with boxed games. 
God damn it, now I need another towel. And- <laughs> <laughs> Your poor son's room. <laughs> I know, right? It's getting soiled. Uh. <laughs> C64 monitors cost a bunch. And the Apple IIs cost a bunch now. Because I have the C64 monitor, but I didn't notice the monitor when I looked in the uh, closet. Because it was like where the, um, the water softener was. And I look up and I'm like, that's a fucking Apple II. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, and I look over there, there's a box copy of the Oregon Trail. Above it is a printer. And I look to the right, because I'm looking at a picture of it right now that I took with my phone. There's a freaking monitor with the, um, like, a cover over it. So it's all perfect. There's two different disk drives, two different sizes, like, paperwork for it. There's a couple cases of floppy disks. She said it used to be her son's, and I was like, well, you can leave it. She's like, really? You don't mind? I'm like, no. (laughs) Yoink. As you rub your hands together and twist your mustache. Yes. Like, I think my wife's more excited than I am about playing the Oregon Trail again. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Get diphtheria, man. You gotta do it. Well, shit, it's Apple too. I gotta get fucking dino eggs. We had David Schroeder on yep. a few episodes ago. Yep. And like, hell yeah. <laughs> and then I go in the closet and I look in there and there's a box, one box up there and it's wrestling superstars, wrestling the ring. The giant rubber wrestlers from like the early 80s that's like so cool dude (laughs) i was like saw that and i'm like i don't know if there's any i didn't go digging through her stuff so it was like because i was just i was there for the um the inspection so i wasn't like digging through stuff but i was looking in everything and i just said hey i saw a wrestling ring in there she's like well i'll leave that too i think i she's like i think it might be in there i'm like really wow that's probably worth you probably get a lot of money for that yeah it's freaking awesome. Yeah, so it's like, it's going to be interesting if the Apple II fires right up. She said it used to be her son's and used to program on it and shit, so there might be some, you never know, there might be some homebrew games on it. Yeah, I bet you it'll oh, fire shit. up. Those things were built like tanks. Yeah, yeah. Back in the D. That'd be awesome, though. Like, like Apple II sitting there in my new place. I was like, yep, this is definitely place after my own heart <laughs> you made the right choice right it's like proof right there yeah apple like video games sitting in there for free <laughs> and like a wrestling like classic yeah, wrestling. childhood thing like yeah it's just like are you serious but yeah it'll be interesting to see how i set up the new place it'll come to me as i do it that's how it always works as i get creative so i mean i have four bookshelves in my gaming room right now like two half small ones and two big ones and i have my rental display case that I made so that way it displays all the games rental style. Then I have my NES table that I made with an actual logo on it and then I have the cubes for all the systems so it'll be interesting to see how I figure it all out. What are the rental games? Um, the rental display. So it is basically a case that I made that sits against the wall and then I display all my games my boxed NES games face forward like in a rental store. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Well, I didn't know if you meant, like, you had... Like, I know some people try to get, like, the old rental cases. Oh, no. And if that's what you're talking about, or no. I have, a, okay. I have a couple rental system cases that I've came across, but no, I don't really. I think I have a Sega Genesis Model 1 version, which I put my mm-hmm. Sega Genesis Model 1 in when I move around. <laughs> but I have that, and then I have, like, a, um, I have, like, a random, like, 
nameless one that I put a bunch of arcade boards in. It's a good use for it. I have quite a bit of PlayChoice 10 games. I think I have like 16 PlayChoice 10 games. Wow. Yeah. It's a badass collection. Yeah, so I got four sitting right here in front of me that aren't in the system. And then I have all ten in the system. I think there's a couple in a box, too. Well, aside from the modded red tent, you also have all those toppers. So the whole thing is like a huge collection of awesomeness. So sitting right here, I have Ninja Gaiden, Contra, Gradius for the Play Choice 10, and then a Ghost and Goblins ROM hack. So basically people can burn certain games onto certain ship sets. So got huh. Ghost and Goblins for the Play Choice 10. In my Play Choice 10, there's some amazing games. I have Zelda on for the Play Choice 10. <laughs> That's cool shit. The big kicker to me is still that is cool. Is still Goonies because it was never released yes. in the stateside. Yes. So it's like the only way you can play it in America is on the Play Choice 10. I don't think I have the Play Choice 10. I have the, I have the versus Goonies. Now you can still play one player though, can you? I think I have the Play Choice 10 and the versus actually. Yeah, you can you can definitely play one player. It's just two people can play against. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's tight too. Yeah, I also have the Mad Wizard on Play Choice Ten, the Homer game. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. It was a proof of concept because uh, there was one portion uh, where I was thinking of doing like a five thousand dollar Kickstarter freaking tier where they could buy a full arcade of. Black Box Challenge. And I wanted to see if like it would be possible to port one of Sly Dog's games to Play Choice 10 to make a Play Choice 10 arcade. And it is. But it was ridiculous. So I was like, no, <laughs> not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, don't 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 promise the moon. Mike Kennedy, take note of that. Do not promise the moon on your <laughs> Kickstarters. Mike Kennedy, knock on wood. <laughs> uh, Jeff would just have to get rid of his red tent or something. No, I, um, I have a Neo Geo arcade that I would just have modded. You'd have to, like, cannibalize some. Mm-hmm. You could do it, though. No, I mean, I would have made it happen. It wouldn't have been tough. And I would have done one, not asked for $5 million to distribute Black Box Challenge yeah, arcades worldwide. Really, yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to uh, go to Kickstarter tomorrow. We're going to try to distribute Black Box Challenge uh, arcade games worldwide. Sounds <laughs> like a lucrative market. Yeah. Eh. That's a fast track to rich. And our promotion, ma- our our artist man's going to be the hermaphrodite uh, maker himself uh, on NES games, and we're going to get promotion by Gerbilly. That'll be great. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> this is a plan that cannot we're fail. Set. And we'll ha- all the details will be provided by Soul Goose, so everybody won't know shit that's going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the best thing ever. <laughs> How many people can we possibly piss off in one sentence? <laughs> Let's piss off the world. Zero, because they don't listen. It's great. <laughs> Trick question. Uh, you talk about Gerbilly all the time. He, he doesn't care about He hates himself. Shit. He hates himself? <laughs> it's like, fuck it. Oh, Gerbilly's hilarious. Yeah. Those kind of people are classic, though. They just don't give a fuck. Thank you for listening to VGBS. We appreciate everybody taking the time to get through this whole uh, arduous podcast. We love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
If you want to correspond with us, you can email us at vgbspodcast at gmail.com. But we also have a phone number. It is 262264VGBS. You can leave us a voicemail, shoot us a text message. Um, whatever you want to do, correspond. Also, comment on us. Shoot us a message on Facebook, Twitter, Google+. We love hearing what people um, think about the podcast. All right. See you later. Woo. Later. Later.